Wait a minute, I hear something. What's the happening hot stuff? It's another episode of Dr. Movie, the uh, the podcast that has a name that doesn't match what it's really about. I don't know. I'm not I'm, I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV. But uh, you know, this this is actually you can hear it in the background, right? I'm driving a car. I do this show while driving my car. Because you know, when I'm around people, nobody wants to talk to me, so I just talk to myself while I'm driving my car, which is a lot. Anywho, I'm bringing you another movie today. And, uh, you know, I love the obscure and oddball flicks. And boy, is this one for you. We are talking about Paganini Horror, right? Paganini, the famous violinist, right? So, Paganini Horror from 1989. It's a horror slash musical. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it a musical. It, it's got some long, drawn-out making music video scenes. But calling it a musical, that's a little bit of a stretch. Um, let's see here. On IMDb, it's got a 4.3 out of 10. Yeah, it's 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 got its its uh, ups and downs for sure. Let's. Uh, it is brought to you by Luigi Cosi. I mean, what else you need to know? You, you know, if, if, if you're familiar with his work, what am I saying? If you clicked on this because you know it's a Lu- Luigi Cosi movie, then you already know what you get with his movies, right? I mean, he's... He's like the little Dario Argento that, that could, you know? He he tries, you know? Uh, and And I can't discredit him. He makes some fun stuff. Matter of fact, let's look at uh, let's look at some <laughs> comments of why to watch. It says ultra low budget, campy, a little gory, and deliciously absurd. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Here's what it says: Paganini horror is a isn't a masterpiece, but is a solid horror flick that will keep you almost keep almost all horror fans entertained. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um. Let's look at a synopsis. It says, uh, members of a rock group experience violent deaths after playing a piece of music cursed by the violinist. Yeah. I mean, you know, we kind of have this ancient old story of music being cursed, right? That kind of thing. So that's kind of what we're playing off of here. Why they picked Paganini? Who knows? Just sounded cool, I guess. Um... Let's talk about our cast. What a cast, people. Uh, first off, not the star of the movie, but she's definitely all in it, is uh, Daria Nicolodi. You know, I uh, kind of brought up Argento at the beginning. Well, here's his ex-wife. Uh, huge collaborator with Argento for a lot of his biggest stuff, right? And... Uh, I don't know if, if you're if you're an Argento fan, you kind of know the story of him and Dario, where where she was in a lot of his movies, and like the worse the relationship got, she was like the the heroine in one movie, and then as things went on, like she ended up getting killed, and the, the deaths just kept getting worse and worse as the movies went on. 
So there you, there's that thing, right? Uh, we've got Donald Pleasance in this movie as Mr. Pickett. Not Wilson Pickett, but he's in there, right? Uh, we got Jasmine Maimon. Jasmine Maimon. Uh, I'm trying to see other. She was in uh, what was considered to be Demons Six, which we covered uh, a lot later on. She's in the first two Demons movies, so uh, she's in three of the twenty Demons movies. <laughs> uh, I do recognize her actually. Now that I think about it, uh, Pascal Perez, you know. He's in da, 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 da. Uh, He kind of bounced around Catacomba The Voices from Beyond From 91 So I mean he's he's been in some stuff Let's see Pedro Gennardo Gennardi uh, this guy has been in a lot of stuff. I just can't find any of it right now and drive at the same time. Uh, he was in uh, Cemetery Man, uh, Killer Crocodile. I'm sure the list goes on and on. And some other people. <laughs> it's kind of hard to look at all these people and try to drive, which I don't recommend, people. Don't do this. Don't do what I'm doing. I'm doing it for your entertainment. So don't be breaking the law just because Rick can. It's not a good idea. So let's talk about this one. Um, we've got a rock band. It's uh, three girls and a dude. I can't remember the name of the band. I don't know that it's significant. But I think it's all about uh, Kate, who's the, the, she's the, she's the star of the band. It's her band, really. And you know, we get uh, we get some shots of them in the studio recording a new song. Apparently, they're a big chart-topping group, and they're performing a new song. And the the producer is like, "This song is boring. It's a rehash. It sounds like everything else you've done." She's a real you know real positive influence, <laughs> and uh, you know, she encourages them to find something new. Well, the drummer, being the guy that he is. He's contacted somebody and found this piece of music that's an old piece of unpublished Paganini music that he gets from Donald Pleasance, Mr. Pickett, and uh, pays a buttload of money for it, too. And, you know, then we see, you know, they, they switch, you know, they, they trade for the, the money and the, the music sheet, and they go about their merry ways, and then Mr. Pickett, Donald Pleasance climbs on top of a building and just starts throwing the money away. Just throwing it out and watching it just fall to the ground, scattering across the city. And, you know, he's like turning all the little demons free so all the, the real demons can come in or some some saying that he does there about it. And back at the studio, the drummer sits down at the piano and starts playing the music piece. And everybody's like, oh, wow, that's really nice. He's like, yeah, it should be after what I paid for it. And uh, so this is going to be the new big hit, right? 
oh, and also the fact that it belongs to Paganini and the curse of him and all this stuff, you know, it's very, uh, the curse is very much like your Phantom of the Opera thing, right? It's only intended for a certain somebody, and if anybody else plays it, they die, that kind of thing, right? And I love the conversation here, because they've got this piece of classical music, and they're wanting to make it all dark and macabre, because it's Paganini, I guess, and because Thriller's a big hit. Even though this movie came out in 89... They're infatuated with making a video like Michael Jackson's Thriller to go along with this song. But when you see him start making a video, it is nothing like Thriller <laughs> at all. Uh, you know, you get the bass player who's wearing a, a devil's mask and a cape and then this hot pink jumpsuit underneath, which I give a thumbs up. Um, you know, and they're just playing the song, which... You know, again, it doesn't sound anything like a Paganini piece. It just sounds like, you know, anyways, it's an excuse, right? Well, they're looking for a place to shoot the video. I forgot that part, right? And the producer's like, hey, I know somebody's got the perfect place. And it, it, it's Dario Nicolotti. And she owns the house where Paganini used to live, which is supposedly got a curse on it. Why do everybody want to keep messing with music and places that this guy lived if they know it's got a curse on it? You know? It's, you know, you should be a little smarter, folks. But anyways, they go down there and make the music video. Uh, one girl ends up disappearing, which when you see the performances too, and like I said, when they're playing the, the instruments in the videos, you're like, yeah, they didn't really look for anybody that actually knew how to play. They just grabbed these girls because I think one of them was kin to the director uh, Giotti Kazi is one of the girls and uh, you know obviously they don't know how to play and but you get a good two and a half three minutes to, to, to realize this while they play the entire song uh, <laughs> then when the song's over uh, oh y'all said the beginning of it it looks like a surreal dream and it's all, you know, it's like this kind of cathedral-looking room. And the ghost of Paganini's there. And he's chasing Kate. And the violin's laying on this coffin. And she goes to the coffin. Actually, she hears a voice. And she goes and finds the coffin and sees the, the, the violin laying there. It's made out of gold. And up out of the casket comes this, you know, fake Paganini. And, uh... A knife comes out of the end of the gold violin, and he stabs her and kills her, and they're making the music video. That's the beginning of it. Just like Thriller. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so you, you get all this going on, which is all the backstory, which is one of those things that try to confuse you, right, on what's happening. But it's all for the video. And the director they got is, is Mark Singer, the, the biggest horror director of, of you know, of the time. It's supposed to be like a Stephen King type guy. And, uh, you know, known for making horror movies, but now he's going to make a music video, which is just exactly what Michael Jackson did with, with John Landis, right? Uh, so, you know, you kind of got that backstory going on as well. And, uh, oh, yeah, just saw a car run over a gator in the road. Uh, for all of you that are not... American, a gator is when a truck tire, like a big diesel truck, 
has a blowout and it leaves the majority of the tire in the road, we call that gators. So hopefully they won't have a flat after running over that with all the steel bezel radio sticking out of the out of that piece of tire. Anyways, back to the movie. Um, you got uh, where, where are we at? Oh, like I said, the bass player hears a voice and she follows after it, and sure enough, uh, Paganini's ghost. I don't know. Seduces her and then kills her. So then here you go. You got the rest of the band and the producer running around trying to find her, Daria Nicolodi, and they're all trying to find her. And then the the cute girl in the pink onesie I was talking about earlier, she notices there's something on her arm and don't know what it is, and it keeps growing and getting bigger and bigger. And she kind of disappears for a while, but then you got Kate. And like I said, they're they're searching for the other members of the band. The, The drummer ends up disappearing, so they're running around trying to find everybody. And you kind of know how this all ends, right? Because everybody ends up disappearing. Even even Kate disappears. And it comes down to the producer who uh, is looking for the rest of them. And Daria Nicolodi. And they go upstairs. And the, the, the bass player the, with, the, with the, the, the peak jumpsuit. Uh, wow. I don't know what to say what she looks like. It's pretty pretty gruesome grotesque effects but supposedly that was mold that was on her arm she, she got the curse of mold and it just deforms her I mean they follow a trail up the steps and it's blood and you know who knows what else it's pretty nasty and when they find her I mean she don't even have a face anymore she's just a big bumbling pile of goo and uh, pretty nasty that's worth checking out for sure so, like I said, everybody's dying. And uh, when it finally comes down to it, you find out that uh, Kate is uh, pretty much cursed because of the Paganini music, even though she's not the one that even found the dang thing. But uh, she's now cursed, and Daria Nicolodi is being tortured for all these years because I forgot to tell you at the beginning of this movie the way it opens up which again I didn't even say this either but the longest credit sequence I think I've ever seen in a movie this thing goes on forever but in the middle of it it cuts away to this lady in a bathtub and a little girl comes in there and she's playing with her dolls and the doll's got a messed up face and She's been practicing her violin, and obviously she's playing some Paganini, right? You got to have that as the, the beginning. And while her mom's in the tub, she dips her doll down in the tub, gets the hair wet, pulls it out, and she takes a hair dryer, and she's blow-drying the hair on, on the doll, and then she takes the hair dryer and throws it in the tub and watches her mom fry while smiling. And they really like this effect. You remember when the... the, the uh, Remember when the Emperor would shoot electricity out of his fingers in, you know, your Star Wars movies? It's like they took a sample of that, and they used this effect on everything throughout the movie. So, you know, you get these kind of... It's it's cool the first time or two, and then you're like, wait a minute, that's just the same thing again, and again, and again. But anyways, uh, so it turns out that Darren Nickelodeon was a little girl, and she was cursed to relive in her own hell 
this scenario where these people come into Paganini's house and they die over and over and over, right? So everybody that comes in contact with either this music or, you know, the devil is in there. And guess who the devil is? That's right, Donald Pleasance. And uh, that's pretty much the movie. <laughs> Without giving anything else away. Um, I, I like this movie. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it, it's a Kazi movie, so again, I know I know what we're getting here. And uh, but yeah, this one this one does all those things that you want an Italian movie to do. Uh, stretches your belief factor by a mile. Throws you throws you some things that you really haven't seen before, or maybe you have, but just out of context. Uh, yeah, it's a fun little flick. And I think if you're a horror fan and you're a fan of the Italian stuff, you need to check this one out. And that's kind of where I'm going to leave this one because I don't want to ruin any more of it for you. But you need to check it out. It's on Tubi for free. So don't pass it up. Check it out. Let me know what you think. I'm going to give this a 3 out of 5. That's kind of where it stands for me. Just middle of the road for me. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.